950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. It's the Matt McNeil Show. After the testimony today, basically anyone that still supports Donald Trump, even though we know that he lied about the election being stolen, and that was a plan prior to the election of 2020 to basically speak a lie. We now know that to be true. We also know that Trump himself knew that the crowd was armed and he sent them to go attack the Capitol anyway. And while everyone was screaming for him to pull back on this angry mob that he sent to attack the United States democracy itself, he basically kept sitting there cheering them on. Anyone who supports Trump and this ilk is a a, a toxin on our on our government. It is absolutely just unbelievable that people are still standing by them, like Pete Stauber up in Minnesota 8, who has been very much a huge supporter of Donald Trump. Joining us right now to talk about her race against Pete Stauber is Jen Schultz. She is running for the Minnesota 8 race, and she's kind enough today to join us to talk about things in that race and how it's going. Hi, Jen. How are you? I'm great. How are you, Matt? I'm 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 angry. I'm a veteran of the U.S. Army. I'm I'm a very I'm a patriotic person. I believe in this government. And today we had the January 6th committee lay out very clearly that not only did Donald Trump lie to the American people straight to our face about knowing knowing that it was a lie, knowing that he had not won the election, but then to find out that he indeed was trying to actually overthrow the government. Uh, and and he knew what exactly what was going on that there was that that he was fully informed he knew that the crowd was armed he knew that they were dangerous and he yet kept cheering them on I I'm angry I, and I think there's a lot of other people I, I'm a progressive Democrat but I know that there's a lot of people on all sides of the aisle that look at this and say this is not right this is horrible you're right you're you're correct to be angry and i was just talking to retired railroad workers and a lot of those folks are upset as well but you know my dad uh, was in vietnam and uh, i still i i still believe we can get on the right track as a country and i'm really feeling the support in the 8th district but you know Pete Stauber he voted against investigating the january 6th insurrection that let me remind you injured 114 D.C. and Capitol Police and led to a few deaths as well. And um, he voted against even investigating January 6th or even creating a commission to investigate January 6th. So he he's all in on Donald Trump. He is so proud to be endorsed by him a couple of times. Trump came to Duluth to stump for the Republicans. He's a complete election denier. He fully believes in the big lie. And he still doesn't believe that President Biden won the election. And people are realizing that. In fact, I've got great news to share, Matt, with your with your listeners. We got a huge endorsement from Forum Communications on Saturday. And Forum owns seven of the largest conservative papers throughout the district. And they endorsed me for the congressional seat. And it wasn't only a glowing endorsement for me and my credentials. It was criticizing Stauber for those votes and for all of his bad votes he has taken. So I, I things are really picking up for our race. I just want your listeners to know that I hope that they can support us financially because we are all in. We feel we can win. Everyone is ignoring this race when they should. The whole nation should be looking at some of these flippable seats. I think it's flippable. It's going to be a very close race. Uh, and, and by the way, it is something we should very much point this out. I mean, it, th- that endorsement of you uh, it, it was a, a condemnation of Stauber, who, if I and I'm paraphrasing here, 
The paper's editorial staff called him out saying it's clear the people of the Minnesota 8th District do not matter to him as much as his allegiance to this far-right mentality of Donald Trump. And that is – and for them to go on out there in on these, these, these conservative newspapers and basically say we need representation that's going to basically represent Minnesota 8 is a stunning condemnation of his lack of delivering for the Minnesota 8th District. Yes, it is, Matt, and I hope everybody reads that endorsement. I couldn't have written it better myself, in fact. So I'm, I'm still really excited about it, and it's because it's such a huge win because it's owned by a conservative person, and it was Forum's decision, and they ran it in all of their papers. So I hope people still read the paper. Uh, we're excited; it's helping us uh, convince people, uh, the movers and shakers of of the state to get into this race and help us out. Should also mention, uh, you know, the Duluth News Tribune. Uh, is that part of the forum group? It uh, is. Yeah. It is. Yeah, it, 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 it was, it was, that's, I mean, that's the big paper in the district. And, you know, so to have this kind of coverage, I mean, not only, and I should mention this, not only does it call out Stauber, but it basically goes back to remind the North Country that the party that fights for the North Country is not the Republican Party. It's the DFL. They have been up there. It's a longstanding tradition. And they're the people that are there. You sometimes at the at the uh, counter to the Democrats of the rest of the state, but they are there fighting for northern Minnesota, and they've always been there. We have, and because that's because we fight for labor, and I've gotten all the labor endorsements except for one group. Stauber has only one group endorsing him this cycle, and a lot of those labor groups that endorsed him in the past are endorsing me and my team. Uh, that's why I think that we can win. You know, we have labor, we have all the environmental endorsements, we have all the progressive groups endorsing us, and I feel the support across the district. When I'm out there listening to folks, talking to people, they are very excited about me and my ability to beat Pete. The uh, speaking of Stauber and uh, speaking of labor, I mean, the infrastructure bill that was passed by Joe Biden and the Democrats uh, at with a vote against it by Pete Stauber uh, did help the district dramatically. And I know that the airports that were lined up there to, to get benefits desperately needed upgrades. It's so funny. I can't stop laughing every time I see a Republican who votes against a bill, but then tries to nuance their vote against it by saying, I was actually for that vote. And Pete Stauber, once again, trying to take credit for a bill that he voted against. Yes, he did, and they called him out in the paper, and uh, in fact, he did that in a labor meeting. He was at, I think it was a building trades meeting, he started talking about all the great bills, or all the great funding that's coming back to the district that he supported, and they know he voted against the infrastructure bill, which was $7 billion, 100,000 jobs for Minnesota. They got up, left, they walked out of that meeting, and so they, they know they came to me and asked me to run. Uh, they're very upset with not just that vote, but all the hundreds of bad votes he's taken against the people of the district and our communities. You know, and broadband was funding was in that infrastructure bill. We need broad, we need high speed internet throughout the district, uh, and so there people are really upset um, because because of his bad votes. I mean, he that he says he's pro mining. He in fact voted against two bills that would uh, provide incentives to use minerals in the United States. One was the Chips and Science Act to produce microcomputer chips, and the other was the Inflation Reduction Act, which had huge incentives to manufacture batteries for electric vehicles using American minerals. 
So his actions say completely other, other, uh, something else than what he actually says. So I tell people, you know, look to see how he voted because what he says is inconsistent with what he votes. And, and I, I wish people would do more of that to research their candidates in these races uh, because um, he's okay with not telling the truth. Well, and it, let's bring up mining here. I have always said, I mean, I, you know, taconite mining is a long history on the range. We can keep the taconite mining going. And as I've always said, it's a, part of the big problem we have in this country is we need more foundries. I mean, we've had foundries closing, particularly Cleveland, Pittsburgh, across the country in the Midwest. We need foundries being built and processing facilities. And I, Governor Walls was just up there working with, a, working with a crew up there getting a new processing plant. And you see, that's what you need. You create the infrastructure to process the product. And now all of a sudden, guess what? We got more demand for taconite. The mining jobs are there. The, the the union jobs are there. I mean, that's how you work together. And that's just not – it's not rewarding an international mining conglomerate with a major, you know, a major handout. It's basically looking at the process and the system and not only looking at the mining, but let's – how can we maximize these mines by basically getting the processing in place to where we can actually get that product and put it on the American market and fast? Yeah, he's doing nothing to invest to – to help um, resurrect and promote and continue taconite mining, he there we have for we have a research facility called NRRI affiliated, affiliated with the University of Minnesota Duluth, and they have four different methods to help make sure that any type of mining we do doesn't pollute the water. And those four methods, one of them was tested in Aurora's wastewater treatment facility, and they need investments from the federal government to scale those technologies up. And Stauber hasn't lifted a finger to do that. Mm-hmm. And that's what's needed because all of the mining stuff is getting litigated. And what we need is a champion to bring all the stakeholders together to figure out how we do any type of mining without polluting the water. Because when I would talk to every group, they all agree we cannot pollute the water. So how do we do it safely? It's a problem that needs to be solved. We've got solutions. We need the federal investment to do that. Stauber is not interested. And no, he's just answer. He's just only thing he wants to answer to is the executives of the mining companies, and that's it. Uh, the, the let's also talk about the big issue, which is of course the overturning of Roe v. Wade that happened this summer. Republicans keep trying to scream abortion is not on the ballot when we all know. First of all. In the U.S. government, I mean, Minnesota government, of course, they're going to bring this up. They've already vowed uh, in the Minnesota Republican Party to overturn Dovey Gomez, which enshrined uh, abortion rights further into the state constitution. But on the federal government level, we have Lindsey Graham, who has a House sponsor who said he's going to introduce a bill to basically restrict abortions in this country. And as much as Pete Stauber and the rest of the Republicans want to scream abortions on the ballot, it clearly is on the ballot and the reality is, is Minnesota should not have representation where people are looking to take away the rights of women in this state. Well, he, well, Stauber has always been anti-choice. He is, you know, very, he doesn't, he doesn't believe in any type of abortion. He doesn't, he's he signed on to the national abortion ban without any exceptions. Uh, he's bad for uh, reproductive health. And that's, he's taken away our rights. And it's a right we've had for over 50 years. And I will just remind people, it is not in the state constitution of Minnesota. There is no protections, a right to abortion. What that case was, was a right to privacy. And that can be changed if we have different justices, if they hear a new case, or it can be changed with legislation. 
So that is based on a court case, and Republicans say that it's not on the ballot, that it's in the state constitution. We need to make sure people get the accurate information because it can be changed. You're, and I'm glad you called me out because you're right. I did misstate that. It's been it basically has been um, given us more rights here, but it's not enshrined. It can be something that's changed. And frankly, from Jensen to 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 uh, uh, the guy that's running for the AG to all the U.S. House reps, they uh, from the Republican Party, they've all vowed. As you said, they don't want to have any exceptions. And that's the criminal part. I don't understand why they can't look at rape, incest, or life of the mother, that you have a woman who has three kids, she's pregnant again, the baby she's carrying is going to kill her, and they're like, we don't care. That's not Christian. It's not compassionate. It's not anything. It's just evil. And I just don't understand why they, they're so reluctant to, to allow a woman to make the choices that are best for her and her, their family. Yes, I think it is very unfortunate. I mean, when you have folks that say it's okay to have a child have a baby, which could put the child's life at risk, there's something wrong. And there is, you know, it's not just uh, that he says he's pro-life, but then he votes against things like affordable insulin for children. That is not a pro-life policy. And he he needs to be called out for that. He scrubbed his website just like all the other Republicans have. Uh, we need, you know, it's all of our rights are really on the ballot. Our right to privacy, our right to reproductive freedom, our right to read any book we want, our right to marry who we love, uh, our right to vote. All of those rights are on the ballot. People need to vote on November 8th or earlier. We need to make sure people are voting in this midterm election. We have all 201 legislative seats on the ballot. We have all the state seats on the ballot. We have congressional seats on the ballot. And I will just say I'm kind of worried because the person running against Keith Ellison, his name is exactly like my name. There's only two letters that are different, and I hope people don't get confused oh, because don't. we are very we have very different policies and uh, and uh, views. Well, you're competent, and he's well. I mean, I'll just I'll just <laughs> leave it at that. Uh, I, I, by the way, I do look for your point. I mean, how many Republicans have basically turned their websites into a generic politician website where they're even trying to hide what political party they're in? I mean, it's hilarious to watch the Republicans scramble. But as you said, let's just talk about where this is the beginning is because there are how U.S. House Republicans in this country right now who have vowed to stop contraception, have vowed to stop gay marriage, have vowed to go after interracial marriage, and even want to bring back the sodomy laws, which basically allow police to break into your house and stop you from having private relations with whom you want to in the way that you want to. This is really the beginning of the infringement uh, on individual rights, and there are Republicans across the country who say they're going to bring up these bills and Pete Stauber, he wants to act like, oh, that's not on the ballot. Of course it's on the ballot because these other far-right loon balls, frankly, have basically vowed that they will be votes on these issues. We need to have someone that's going to stand up to these politicians from Alabama and Arizona who are basically going to try to take over all of our rights. Yeah, and, you know, I've been calling it disinformation, but, you know, it is, they're just they're lies. And here's another example with Stauber. He's a retired police officer. He served his district well in Duluth, and I respect him for his service as a police officer and in Congress. But he says he's for law enforcement. He has voted. He voted against $350 billion for law enforcement agencies. He voted against bringing the four bills, a package of two weeks ago, a package of funding for law enforcement to the floor of the House. He voted against even hearing those bills. 
So there's other evidence that he does not support law enforcement. I hope our public safety, our police know the facts and his vote. People need to know that because he's not for law enforcement. I mean, he tweeted out about after the FBI went into Mar-a-Lago to get the classified documents. He basically questioned the FBI. And, you know, when the FBI was now being threatened by people because of those allegations, you know, you can't put our law enforcement's lives at risk with what you put out there on social media. That's not true. He took the side of the angry mob that beat the police on January 6th. He took that side. They took Trump's side on that issue. And so you cannot claim to be pro-police if you basically think that what happened on January 6th was not an absolute scar upon this country's history. So that, that's, that tells you everything about Pete Stauber. Lots of endorsements. Jen, I actually feeling, I'm starting to feel like Minnesota 8's got a, a real chance for us here. The DFL can pick up the seat because I think, like I said, you're getting the endorsements and people are just tired of people like Stauber who are only there to make sure Trump gets his way. And it's time for the people in Minnesota 8 to have representation that cares about what's going on in Minnesota 8. And I definitely care. I really, truly believe in the people. You know, I'm not taking any corporate PAC money. Pete's taking millions of dollars from uh, corporate interests and PACs. And I am taking money from regular people because I'm representing regular people. I'm representing people in the 8th. I'm taking most of our money is coming from Minnesota and the 8th. Most of Stauber's money is outside the district, outside the state. And uh, we're spending every penny of our campaign money in the state, and we're proud to do that. Uh, for more information how people can donate and give you one of those great donations, help out, especially, I mean, the district comes down right into the north part of the metro area. So door knocking, volunteers are much needed, especially in these last few weeks. Jen, if someone wants to get in touch with your campaign, volunteer and donate, how do they do that? Well, thanks for asking that. So they can go to Jen Schultz for congress.com that's j-e-n-s-c-h-u-l-t-z for congress.com and we actually have a door knock scheduled uh, yes. for saturday and we would love to see people there i will put it on my social media site maybe you can link it out um and i believe it is at um 10 o'clock we're meeting at rotary park in chisago city so if you want to door knock with me and katie melchow who's running for the minnesota house she's a great candidate 10 a.m. Rotary Park in Chisago City. I'll be there. I hope others will, too. You put that link out. I'll get it out as well there. And, of course, obviously, awesome. I'll, I'll link to the webpage. Make a donation. This is how – if you want the blue wave to happen, this is how you do it. Because if Jen Schultz wins Minnesota 8, she's going to pull a lot of DFLers into the Minnesota House, into the Minnesota Senate, along with her, and probably into the state races as well. So get up there, help out in Minnesota 8, and help Jen get the big victory up there. Jen Schultz for Congress.com. Jen, thank you very much. I appreciate the time today. Yep. Thanks, Matt. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Jen Schultz running Minnesota 8. We'll take a break, wrap up the show when we do return. It's the Matt McNeil Show on AM 950.